Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Over Easy. I hope you are doing fantastic. I am having a really good day today. My name is Manny, in case you are new here. Uh, if you are, I'm a fourth year student at UBC. Hi, in case you're new, um, I hope you enjoy the podcast. But anyways, I want to, before we get into today's episode and before we get into the check-in, I want to tell you about why I love Mondays. I have been thinking about this all day to include this in the podcast because I have just been having such an amazing day today and I want to tell you about it. So my Mondays are the days that I film the podcast. But let me just go through the entire day and what I've been up to today. I really like, this is pretty much the same every Monday. So I've been really enjoying my Mondays. So on Mondays, I wake up at 6 a.m. and I get to the gym by 8 a.m. And first of all, Mondays is legs day. So that is the most fun. Every other Monday, I will alternate between like glutes focused legs day and not glutes focused legs day, which means like calves and inner and outer thighs, stuff like that. So today was a not glutes focused leg day. And I really liked that because it was pretty chill and I had a good time at the gym today. I listened to a podcast by the mindset motivator that was about living a level 10 life. And I don't know, I just got super inspired. I don't know if you ever feel the same way, but I have these moods where I don't really want to listen to music. Like I'm not itching to listen to any type of music really. So I decided to listen to a podcast today to switch it up and I really enjoyed that and it really, really motivated me today. After I went to the gym, I went to go and study and I have uh, just been doing all my work, you know. I have a midterm at the end of this week. It's my last midterm of the semester, which I'm really excited for. And then I did, you know, just like all my other random homework. It's the first day after reading week this week. So I've actually been having to do work to catch up with class and stuff like that. Not even catch up. I'm actually pretty good at staying on top of things. So I've just been doing my readings for this week. After my study session, which was two and a half hours, I went grocery shopping briefly just because I was missing some of the staples that I needed for the week. My biggest food craving recently has been cheese and crackers. So what I'll do is I'll take a cracker, I'll put some pesto on it, I'll cut a piece of cheese, and then I'll also cut a bit of salami. And it's so good. I don't know why I've been so obsessed with that snack recently, but it's been my go-to and I've eaten it like every day for the last three weeks, I think. I'm. The thing about me is that when I get obsessed with something, I will literally have it for like six months until uh, I get sick of it. Same with songs. I listen to songs when I really like a song. I'll listen to it on repeat for like 24 hours until I get sick of it. It's just the way I roll. It's just the way I I do things. So I went grocery shopping and then I just made lunch. So I had for lunch, I got this pre-made salad mix from the grocery store just because I'm not the best at, you know, making vegetables and prepping vegetables and stuff. So I got a salad mix and then I prepped my own tofu. I just air fried it and uh, put some soy sauce and sesame oil and stuff. And then also I made salmon. And for the salmon, I, I cooked it beautifully, like perfectly today. It was perfectly you know the meat the body of the fish was perfectly silky smooth and like not dry at all and then the skin I broiled it for the last five minutes on a skin side up and it was perfectly crispy so I was so happy with how that turned out and it was delicious I ate so much at lunch which um honestly I'm not like that's fine because I was pretty hungry today but I'm so happy with how my cooking has been going and that's going to get into today's episode but 
anyways, after lunch, I played some Animal Crossing and stuff like that. But I just love Mondays because they're kind of my transition day to get into the week. You know, it's not super heavy with all these things that I have to do, but it's really nice for me because I spend most of my Mondays alone and it's just like a good time for me. I don't know. I've been really, really, really liking my Mondays recently. So that's what I've been up to. And as you can probably tell, I'm in a great mood today. So yeah, I'm here recording now. But uh, with that, let's get into the rosebud and thorn for today. Okay, I definitely know I'm going to talk about my rose for this week is that on Saturday, on Saturday, yeah, on Saturday, my boyfriend and I went to the Vancouver Christmas market. It was actually the first day that it was open and oh my gosh, I cannot tell you how much I love Christmas. I love, I think I've told I've told the vlog before for sure. I love the wholesome vibes associated with holidays like Halloween and Christmas, like all these just fun things that you get to do during the holidays that you never get to do anywhere else. And especially this year is so super special because last year with COVID, a lot of the places in Vancouver canceled their holiday activities. So my boyfriend and I have literally booked tickets to every single holiday thing that is available in Vancouver. And we are going pretty much every weekend from this past weekend until Christmas we have something booked for that weekend and I'm so super excited so going to the Christmas market was so much fun I've never been before so it was my first year ever going and it was such a great time they had a lot of artisan handmade gift stores so my boyfriend bought some beeswax wrap which I thought was really cool it's like the alternative to saran wrap that's a little more eco-friendly but there are also, you know, some artisan cookware and some just like cute knickknacks and stuff like that. There was a sweater, a Christmas sweater stall, but I didn't end up getting to shop there because my thorn is that it was pouring rain and kind of super cold that day that we went to the Christmas market. And despite that, we still went and had a good time. We just had an umbrella and I got in all my rain gear. I did get pretty cold by the end of it, but um, it was still a good time. I really did enjoy my experience at the Christmas market and I just thought it was so cute. I love wholesome holiday activities. So I had a lot of fun with that and I'm looking forward to all the other holiday activities that my boyfriend and I are going to do together. My bud is I am honestly looking forward to be done my midterm at the end of this week. So this midterm I'm about to take is for my philosophy course and I actually have a choice in what day I want to take it. I think it started on Saturday and I get up until Friday to take it and I can choose any day that I want. Um, I'm going to try and take it on Friday, but if I feel ready before that, I'm going to take it before. I'm just really excited for midterms to be over and I'm honestly very shocked at how fast this semester is going. I can't believe it's, I only have three more weeks of the semester and then I'll be done and I'm going to be on to my last semester in university ever, which is really crazy. I really did not expect that to go so fast like I feel like just last week was you know Thanksgiving break and now it's almost mid-November so that is freaking crazy and I really don't like that because it means I'm graduating soon and I've been having a lot of anxious thoughts about that just because I don't really know what I'm gonna do but I have some I have some desires, but obviously I don't know if I'm able to achieve them. So we'll see how that goes. But overall, it's been a pretty good last few weeks. It's been a pretty good week and I've had a really good time and I hope you are doing well as well. Okay, let's get into today's episode. So 
let me, as of with every episode, I think I do a little backstory as to how I thought of the topic idea and why I want to talk about it because it is pretty important to me. I try to have at least like some sort of reasoning behind each episode that makes it a lot easier for me to think of things to talk about and it makes it a lot easier for me. But um, the last few weeks, I have been really on my fitness game. I have been, I think from last episode, you could tell that I've been really enjoying going to the gym and I've just found a groove that really works for me, which if you didn't listen to my last episode, basically right now I go to the gym Monday to Friday every single weekday and on Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays, I do my own independent weightlifting thing in the gym, like in the actual fitness center where they have all the weights and stuff like that. But then Tuesday and Thursday, I will take a fitness class that's offered at my gym. So on Thursdays, I take a high interval intensity class. And then Tuesdays, tomorrow, I'm actually going to do a bit of yoga at home. But usually I also will choose like cycling or I did a boxing class a couple of weeks ago. So I just pick something that I'm interested in and then I just do it because it's fun. But the reason why I wanted to talk about today's episode, which is my relationship with fitness and health and eating and stuff like that is because it has honestly been something that I've struggled with my entire life and I really do did not feel like I was satisfied with myself until this these few weeks these past few weeks I've always had a really rocky relationship with body image and food and working out so I just want to disclaim as well with this episode if you are sensitive to those kind of topics I don't think you should listen to this I am not Mm, a dietitian or anything. I'm not an expert at anything and I don't think I'm really qualified to give advice, but I want to share my story and my journey with my body image and stuff like that just because I know that a lot of people struggle with uh, problems problems surrounding body image and body dysmorphia and stuff like that. So yeah, that's going to be kind of the gist of today's episode. So without further ado, let's for sure jump in. And I want to start by outlining, I guess, my history with my body image and how I've always seen myself. So I started dancing when I was four years old. And I don't know if you're a dancer or not, but if you relate dancing, you need to wear like tight leotards and body suits uh, during every class. At least that's what I have to do for my studio. And <laughs> it definitely gave me a lot of body image issues having to do this every week. Because for me, I was actually always relatively quite thin when I was growing up. I definitely am like skinny. Uh, my you know, just with genetics. My mom is quite small in figure. She is like a lot shorter than I am. So I've always been quite thin and I've been lucky to have a fast metabolism. So I haven't really had any detrimental health issues that I've had to work through with my body, but I've definitely faced body dysmorphia and body image issues when I was little because of having to dance in front of a mirror and wearing these tight bodysuits. And I feel like a lot of dancers come out when they're adults and say that they have similar issues as well. So I don't think this is a very rare thing. So in case you are feeling that way as well, if you are young or whatever, it's definitely okay and it's totally normal. So don't feel like you are alone in this. I was always just very self-conscious about how my body looked. For me, for sure, I'm also quite flat chested. So I was really insecure about how small my chest was and how like non-existent my boobs are basically so that definitely gave me a lot of 
insecurities when I was growing up. So for the longest time from when I started dance until I was pretty much in grade 12, I didn't really do any other physical activity except for dance. And I actually kind of like really had a vendetta against working out and doing exercise. I just wasn't interested in going to the gym or working out. You know, as we got into high school, my friends started to get interested in going to the gym and stuff like that. But I was like, oh, no, like that's so dumb. I don't want to go like you. And I don't really know why. I just think, I think part of me was a little bit scared because I didn't want to have to face my fears. And I was, I think I was scared because it was new for sure. And also because it wasn't going to be something that I was good at. And I was scared that I was going to be bad at it. However you define being bad at going to the gym, whatever. There's no such thing as that. But I was definitely scared when I was younger. So that was why I avoided it for so long. Um, And before I get into how my fitness journey changed when I went to university, I want to also talk about issues with my skin. So ever since I was little, one other thing that made me really, really insecure uh, in my own skin was that I had a lot of eczema growing up. Eczema, eczema, I don't really know how you say it, but I had a lot of skin issues growing up. So I took allergy tests when I was little and I was like moderately allergic to things, but not severely. It wasn't like I was going to, you know, have a anaphylactic shock or whatever. It was mostly just that my allergies caused my eczema and the things I was allergic to was like chocolate and oranges and like really, really small allergies to like bananas and stuff like that. But it was never really a big enough issue for me to not eat those things. Like I still ate those things, even though I knew it wouldn't be good for me, but I had really, really bad eczema all over when I was little when I was like I remember when I was like six or seven it started off on the backs of my hands and it would get so bad sometimes that on my knuckles they would just be like split and because you know your knuckles your hands are constantly bending they wouldn't like heal back together obviously because your knuckles are bending so when where you have that like slit that opening it just would never close and I went to so many doctors and I got so many creams and ointments but there was really nothing that ever worked then this funny thing with my eczema is that when I thought that it would go away so it stopped coming on my hands and I was like oh my gosh it's gone that's great it would just start somewhere else so I also struggled with eczema on my legs down my calves and uh, just like the lower part of your legs and then when that was gone it would go onto my chest and my body so I definitely like I've had it everywhere and um, I definitely feel for you if you have eczema it's just such a terrible process that you have to go through and you just have to find what works for you Um, One reason that I got so insecure about it was obviously because, you know, my skin wasn't perfect. And also my eczema would leave scars, especially on my legs. When I had eczema on my legs, I would be scratching it, which is obviously not something that you should do. And it would leave scars on my legs and my skin scarred really, really easily. I don't know why my skin is just really bad at being skin, but even the smallest nick would leave a scar. And it got so bad to the point where other kids would... I I remember in summer school one year, one of the kids was like, do you cut yourself on your legs? Which obviously when you're a kid, you don't really know better to ask that. But I had to be like, no, it's just eczema. And then I got really insecure about it because I was like, oh my gosh, people actually notice this and they're not really like, they're actually saying things to me about it. So I got really insecure about that when I was younger. 
because of that, I, you know, never really explored my fashion sense as a kid. I would always just wear like leggings and hoodies. That was pretty much all I wore. And that's just how it is. And for the longest time, I didn't really want to wear anything different because the long sleeves and the long pants would cover, you know, all my body parts and then they wouldn't see my eczema and stuff like that. But that was something that I struggled with a lot throughout my childhood and adolescence. And I can't really say what clicked it off exactly because once I got into first year, my eczema pretty much went away and I haven't had a struggle with it yet. Knock on wood. Uh, it has gone away but I can't really say like a definitive product so I just suggest that you you know look for what works for you if something doesn't work try out another method go to doctors general practitioners anything like that because it is really hard and I know a lot of people struggle with eczema and skin issues and it can actually have a lot of effect on your mental well-being as well not just like your physical well-being so ever since I was in childhood and adolescence I had a lot of you know body image issues and I wasn't really confident in myself and um yeah I just wasn't really happy in myself you know I would take pictures and I wouldn't really like them. I didn't really like posting on Instagram and, and whenever I took Snapchats, I would always put filters on them and stuff like that so that I could cover my face or make my face look more Eurocentric with like the, you know, the smaller nose and the bigger eyes and stuff like that. I really wasn't happy with how I looked, which I think everyone goes through during their teenage years, but it does really suck. So I feel for you if you definitely feel the same way. Just know that it is something that you have to learn through and go through and everyone will get through it eventually. So let's talk about how, like what really changed with my fitness. So I would say, first of all, the big step that got me to realize that I had a problem with not having confidence in myself was actually being in my first relationship. Because when I was in my first relationship, I feel like I relied a lot on my partner's validation of me to make myself feel better. But it never lasted because obviously that's someone else's opinion of you it doesn't really matter when it's you that's dealing with the problems right so you know I would constantly be this was also intertwined with a lot of issues with like I didn't have really much independence and I didn't like spending time by myself and stuff like that so apart from just like outwardly I didn't have confidence in myself like inwardly I also did not have confidence in myself so it was like not a lot of confidence all around but anyways when I realized that I was you know relying on my ex-boyfriend to validate me you know I would want him to give me a lot of attention and it got to the point where it was really unhealthy for both of us and I just like was not a good girlfriend at the time for sure I did not have the ability to be by myself as I said earlier and it was really hard for me to find validation within myself without hearing it from someone else and luckily I think just with adulthood and aging it was something that I realized was a problem so I ended the relationship and then I worked on myself afterwards because I was like this is definitely an issue and I really want to work on this and I feel like I want to be my own person so one thing that really helped me with gaining confidence in my exterior, in my like, physical self was starting to go to the gym. And actually, to be honest, I didn't really start to go to the gym for changing my physical self. I wasn't like, oh, I need to get thinner. I need to whatever. I actually just like needed something to do during that summer. And I had a friend that was willing to help me orientate myself, you know, teach me how to use all the machines and stuff like that. And I'm really thankful for that to this day. And 
luckily that just worked out so that we could go to the gym together and then you know that would get my mind off the breakup and then also kind of take off my mind and just like so I could do things and that really helped me uh so even if you're not interested in gains (laughs) bulking you know building muscle or whatever I think going to the gym is more so for me it's like a symbol of my independence it's a symbol of myself it's a symbol of alone time it's not just going to get physically better which is also great you know I love that I am getting healthier and I can build the strength in my body while I go to the gym but also a big part of it is just to have that time to be alone and to think and to reflect and to just not be in life like I love that I can just check out and not have to worry about all the other things that I have thought about the day one other thing that I was gonna mention but now I kind of forget what I was gonna say Oh, I was going to say that, you know, this need, this fulfillment can be filled with other things as well. It doesn't have to be going to the gym. If for you, it's like going out to read a book or like stuff like that. And that fills your time and that shows that you are taking care of yourself. Like by all means, do it because that's like, I'm not going to stop people from being healthy. You know, I'm not going to stop people from being fulfilled and being satisfied in life. But for just for me personally, going to the gym was what worked for me. And I really enjoyed exploring all these different activities that I had never done before. And because, you know, I had this mind sh- mindset, mindset, mindset shift. Oh my gosh, that's like a tongue twister. I had a mindset shift from when I was in grade 12 to the end in first year when I started going to the gym. Because as I said earlier, you know, when I was in grade 12, I had a vendetta against going to the gym. But I think it was just like willingness to try something new. I was forced into this new situation where I broke up with my boyfriend and I was single again and I was just put into a new situation that I wasn't really used to and I just decided to go for it. It was definitely a big jump for me and I was very scared to do it because you know I had never been to a gym before in my life but luckily I had people who supported me and helped me through the way and I really really am thankful for that again and I think if you're going through something like that Putting yourself in new situations can definitely help you because you never know, right? Like that might be your new hobby. It might be your new favorite way to relieve stress and you wouldn't know because you've never tried it before. I think in terms of body image, the biggest shift till now is that I have body neutrality, body positivity and body neutrality. So I saw that, you know, body positivity is really popular on social media and just in adults and stuff like that and that is basically when you are you love your body and uh you're always positive about it you know despite all these flaws like you know stretch marks or whatever you still have a positive outlook on your body but I realize that sometimes that is not the way because despite the fact that I love my body I can still want to make changes to it I can still want to improve myself and that doesn't mean that I don't like myself. I don't like my body, you know, just because I am working towards lifting more weights and stuff like that doesn't mean I have a negative attitude towards my body now. It's just that I like to improve and I want to build more muscle. So I've heard of this new term that's called body neutrality, which you don't really have any opinions about your body. You're just thankful that it is a vessel that 
is able to carry out activities like exercising and helping you learn and all these kinds of things and carrying you through through life. I think it is important to keep in mind that your body carries you through life and it will be with you the entire time that you are alive and that is so important so that we must take care of it the right way and not try to demolish ourselves from the inside out because that can be really painful for sure. Okay, so I want to also talk about my relationship with food because that is definitely a big thing that is kind of intertwined with the fitness journey and stuff like that. And again, if you are sensitive to these kinds of topics, I don't want to make people uncomfortable and stuff like that. It's like not my goal at all. I, I want to help you if it if you find this helpful. So if you are sensitive, just make sure you click off right now. But um, again, I want to start from when I was little to pretty much now. So when I was little, I had a really fast metabolism and I could pretty much eat anything I wanted as any kid can pretty much. And that pretty much lasted up until grade 12. And I didn't really give regard to the types of food that I was eating, you know, I was educated about the food groups and like the perfect portions and stuff like that. But it wasn't something that I took really seriously because it wasn't really something that I cared about. My body was not really a priority of mine when I was younger. And I think now that I'm reflecting on it, I think that I didn't really take care of it because it wasn't a, I didn't think it was a good body. You know, I had all this eczema, I had all these skin issues and all these things that I didn't like about my body. So I think internally, unconsciously, what I did back to my body was that I didn't take care of it the best that I could. And that is terrible. I have obviously changed since then, but I just like literally just realized as I was talking out loud to myself in this podcast that that is honestly probably what I did is that I was trying to sabotage my body, but I didn't even know because I was never happy with it. But yeah, so up until first year, I ate dinner at home. You know, I would always have lunch and dinner cooked for me. Like we got cooked meals at school and stuff like that. So I never really had to cook ever. And I never felt the need to. I was never really interested in that because I liked delicious, unhealthy food. Up until grade 12, like the only things that I could make was like craft dinner, instant noodles, and uh, that's probably it, like toasting bread. Even then I would probably burn it sometimes, but I was not the best chef. But as I got into first year, also kind of linking with when I started going to the gym, I had a more healthy relationship with food and I got a little more interested in food in general. And that was probably because, let's see, well, oh yeah, in first year is when I moved into the dorms. And so I had meal plan and uh, I had access to dining halls when I was in first year. And there I realized that I really didn't know what I was doing in terms of food because, you know, now that I wasn't at home, I didn't have that stability of the same meals, the balance of carbs and veggies and meat and stuff like that. Like I had so many choices and uh, I didn't know how to do, I didn't know how to deal with it when I got to first year. I didn't know what to eat. I would always lean towards eating not super filling things like just eating yogurt in the morning and not eating anything else, eating a lot of carbs. I wouldn't eat a lot of vegetables and stuff like that. Always going to the burger bar and the dining hall. So I didn't really have balance in my diet and I was really struggling with food for the longest time in first year. This might be a little TMI, but my menstrual cycle was severely messed up because of how off my diet was in first year. I, you know, I just went to 
eat so much random stuff and my body was like oh my god this is not what we have been used to since you grew up so we don't know what we're doing here so my menstrual cycle was like kind of messed up for the longest time in first year because I didn't know what I was doing and I was eating all this random stuff so that definitely told me that uh, I had to fix my eating habits and what I ate I think I got interested in cooking. I only really got interested in cooking ever since the pandemic. That was like the worst when my food relationship, my food, my relationship with food. Oh my God, I can't talk. My relationship with food got the worst during the pandemic. So this was because obviously the gyms all closed. We all had to stay at home and stuff like that. And I felt like I had no motivation and no purpose to try to be healthy. You know, I wasn't able to close my Apple Watch rings. I wasn't able to exercise normally and I didn't know how to handle myself being at home 24-7. It got to the point where it was very unhealthy and I would not eat as much and I felt really guilty about eating when because I wasn't exercising because I was just at home all day and I felt like I wasn't allowed to eat as much because I wasn't exercising as much which is an extremely unhealthy way of viewing things so if you have this mindset please reach out to someone and like talk to someone about it it is not normal and it is really not good for you food is there to fuel your body food should not be a punishment and food food is like an unconditional given no matter what But um, that was probably when my food relationship was the worst. You know, I wasn't really eating real meals. You know, for lunch, I would have like chips and a cookie and like that's it. And I really just didn't know what to do. Again, I didn't really know how to cook much. And I was at home all the time. You know, I didn't feel like I was hungry at all because I wasn't exercising and stuff like that. So it was a really bad relationship. But since then, my relationship has gotten a lot better. Obviously, if you start from the bottom, the only place to go is up. And I want to kind of explain what I've been doing in the last few months to better my relationship with my physical health and with my food and stuff like that. I think the biggest thing is that I kind of got into cooking and it doesn't even have to be extravagant, you know. For the longest time at the beginning, I would just make pasta, I would make sandwiches and stuff like that. But I liked knowing what was going into my food and knowing that I had a component of vegetables, carbs, and protein. When you go out to eat, it first of all, portions are like so oddly sized and can really distort the way that you think about how much you're supposed to eat. And also, a lot of meals are just not balanced in terms of vegetables and stuff like that. You know, I would go out to eat at a restaurant and just eat mac and cheese for like four meals. Obviously, that's not good because that's all carbs, but um, I really like that I could implement balance into my lifestyle, and I think that is easiest for me when I know that I need to have a balance because once I get off my game like that, I'm off like the teeter and I'm like eating unhealthily, it's like really hard for me to come back on track. But anyways, I started getting into cooking and it started really simple at first, you know, I wouldn't really cook like meat, I would just cook like vegetables, eggs, and stuff like that. And then it got a little more complicated as I got more interested into other foods. You know, for the longest time, I would just cook frozen salmon and I would just heat it up in the little toaster oven and just season it and have some potatoes and that was good. And then it got into being able to cook chicken and then it got into being able to cook tofu. It's like all this kind of stuff. 
it, it grows as you get interested into it. And I've had a lot of fun with testing out different recipes. I think a big thing is also that TikTok has helped me a lot because, you know, there's so many food bloggers on TikTok that are showing so many recipes and they look so easy too. So I've always like been trying to uh, try out the recipes that I see on my For You page. Also, another thing is to remember, like this is just a mindset, my, oh, I can't say it, mindset shift that I've had is that it's like that saying where it's like you don't have to do something you get to do something that shifted my mindset a lot when it came to exercise you know I wasn't forcing myself when I started going to the gym I wasn't forcing myself to go because I wanted some sort of numerical goal or like some whatever I was going because I was genuinely interested in exercising my body and and exercising it in different ways that I hadn't before you know I had only danced for the longest time so I was never really used to using other muscles and when I was going to the gym I was really interested in being able to utilize those muscles and strengthen those muscles so even now when I go to the gym and I'm unmotivated to go one day I always remind myself that like I don't have to go to the gym I get to go to the gym I am lucky that first of all I am able to go to such a beautiful facility that offers amazing fitness classes and has like such a beautiful gym and also that I am not really forcing my body I'm not punishing my body to do all these things but I am showing myself that my body is capable of exercising like this of being strong and those mindset shifts are things that really really helped me get me out of a rut and also just shape my attitude towards exercise it is okay to have rest days it is definitely like you need to have rest days or else your body will uh, combust <laughs> but yeah I don't know it's just been a really liberating experience now that I feel good about my body and I feel good about what I'm doing to help my body and again, now I get to use my gym time as time alone, time to reflect and time to think about the things that I want to do. And it's just like such a motivating and positive time for me. I think also you have to kind of train yourself to think this way. You, It doesn't happen naturally for everyone. It doesn't happen naturally at all, for sure. You have to train yourself to think that you are lucky to do these things, that you are able to do these things because you are privileged and lucky to. Not everyone gets the experiences that you have. So those are the things that I like to remember. And if you are new to the gym, like go with a friend that has already been there or honestly, like don't be afraid to ask questions to the people that work at the gym. For me, that was like something that got over I got over really quickly. I used to have so much fear and anxiety about like asking people for help and like, you know, asking the front desk staff and stuff like that. But once I got over that fear, there a lot of them are just so helpful and kind. They genuinely want to help you and they're there to help you. And uh, those people have helped me as well. Another tip is if you're new to the gym, like look at other people. You know, people are always like, oh, no one's looking and stuff like that. But I want you to look at other people. Look at what other people do in terms of exercises and stuff like that. And even, first of all, like copy those exercises if you don't have any ideas of what to do. But also just look at how they exercise. Just look at what types of exercises they're doing and why they're doing it. Look into push and pull exercises, different workout splits and stuff like that. Like that really helped me when I was starting to go to the gym and I didn't really know what I was doing. Another thing that helped me was watching YouTubers and Instagrammers for sure. Chloe Ting is like a big one, obviously. I think everyone did her two-week shred challenge during quarantine. 
She offers a lot of great ab exercises that you can do at the gym. Whitney Simmons is another great one that I love. Her Instagram is full of different uh full body exercises, like anything for any part of your body. She probably has a video on it and they're so easy to imitate and replicate and stuff like that. The biggest thing is I would say go with a friend to know how to set up the equipment because some of it can be intimidating, like the squat rack or deadlifts and stuff like that. Like those kinds of the big squat racks and stuff can be very intimidating to set up, but you don't even need to have that kind of stuff. I don't even do squats or deadlifts right now because of uh, I'm just I don't want to injure myself so I use like the lighter weights I use the dumbbell section I usually stay there and I get a little mat and then I just work out by myself like it's so much fun to do different exercises each time and see how you're getting stronger like I think the biggest motivating factor for me one thing that really sparks motivation in me is when I'm able to do something that I wasn't previously able to do before like when I started going to the gym I was not able to do pull-ups at all. I tried doing pull-ups. I was really good at doing pull-ups when I was really little um, because, you know, your proportions are all off and you have like no weight. (laughs) But when I tried doing pull-ups when I started going to the gym, I couldn't even lift myself up at all. Like I would hang there and I couldn't even like lift up at all. But after a few weeks, I was actually able to do it. And I was like, oh my God, like my hard work is pushing, is my hard work is, is actually showing results, is, is, paying off that's what I meant to say and I was so proud of myself and that was a big thing that kept me going I was like oh my god if I really put my mind into anything that I want to do I'll be able to do it because look at me I can do a pull-up now when I couldn't a couple weeks ago and that is amazing anyways for me we got back onto going to the gym again but I kind of want to talk about going to eat going to eat like eating once again I think the biggest thing that helped me was learning how to cook and having these like few staple recipes that I can lean on that I know are balanced and yummy and healthy and just know that food is supposed to fuel you and your body is a temple and you deserve the best treatment like truly I know people say it sarcastically but your body is a temple you deserve to have the best fuel you deserve to nourish your body correctly so that it can carry you throughout the day it can bring you to all these amazing things that you will go to in your life and we need to treat our bodies with respect Whew. I think to end off, I'm just going to say that we all are imperfect. You know, even despite the fact that I made a whole episode about how happy I am with my relationship with my body and with my food, doesn't mean we're perfect. There are days where I don't feel like, like I don't like the way my body looks and I look in the mirror and I'm like, ugh. Or I eat and I'm like, ugh, I don't really want to eat right now or I don't really want to eat this, blah, blah, blah. It is, I think, really important to remember moderation. And I think when I learned moderation in general in life, I got a lot happier and I was able to chill a lot more. For me, for the longest time, I was like just black or white. I was like, okay, I have to be healthy or if not, I'm just going to be a slob. And if I ruin my day of eating, like I'll just continue to ruin it. That is not good. It's called the what the hell mentality, which is basically like, let's say you have a goal of mm, not shopping for an entire week. Like you're not allowed to spend money 
And by accident, on Monday, you were tempted by the Sephora sale and you bought something. You bought a skincare product and you're like, oh, shoot, I just spent money. And then most people, some people at least, will be like, oh, what the hell? Like, I already spent money. Might as well buy my Aritzia cart that I've been looking at for the longest time. That is the what the hell mentality. And it's not a great mentality. I fall victim to it, though, for sure. Um, But it's important to keep in mind that just because you did one bad thing, like whether it is you ate something unhealthy that you didn't want to or you spent money or whatever, it doesn't mean your whole day is ruined. First of all, one thing to remember is that it is never just one cookie that is going to ruin your relationship with food. It's like the constant eating of cookies if you go through a pack of cookies a day. It's never just one cookie on one day that's going to ruin your relationship. Like I'm honestly chill with eating a lot of cookies during the day, but it is about moderation and it is about balance. Balance is the biggest thing that I learned when I grew up into adulthood. And it is something that I actively try to remember in my life. Otherwise, it can get really hard. And this is in terms of anything with productivity and being productive. I have to remember that there's balance and I can't make myself feel guilty if I stay at home and play Animal Crossing all day. But it is only a problem when it gets to be constant and it is repetitive. So if I'm stuck at home playing Animal Crossing for a week, please send help. But if it's just a day and then the rest of the days of the week, I'm totally fine and normal. Like, that's fine. Totally fine. Okay, well, I popped off this episode and I feel like I have not stopped talking. Uh, Although it is a little shorter than normal, that is totally fine. I'm not going to force myself to talk more than I want to. I hope you enjoyed this episode and got a little insight into my relationship with myself and my food and my exercise. I hope you enjoyed. I will see you in my next episode. Bye.